What's up, tea drinkers? Who's ready to spill? Welcome to The Tea with KG, hosted by your girl, Kaylee Grace. Here you'll find your weekly boost of real talk mixed with laughter, healing, and all of those vulnerable, messy moments in between. The Tea with KG is a safe space for you to show up exactly as you are. We are here to share real-life stories from around the globe and be a community of love, joy, and celebrating life. This is a real deal show, so there will be coarse language and sensitive topics discussed. The most beautiful stories oftentimes emerge from the darkest of places, and we're here to explore it all. There's room for everyone at this tea time, so grab your drink of choice, spark it up, or just relax and soak it up. Cheers, and let's spill. What's up, tea drinkers? We are back with another episode of The Tea with KG. I'm your host, Kaylee Grace, and this week we have a repeat guest joining us. She was actually my very, very first guest on this podcast, so I'm super excited to have her back. And guess what? She's joining us from Costa Rica again, so I feel like this is just our thing we do now. (laughs) Oh, you're in Costa Rica. Let's do an episode. So give it up for Vanessa McAvoy. What up? Yay. Oh my gosh, I have chills. Thank you so much for having me back. It was like the highlight of my life the last time you uh, had invited me on your podcast. And thank you for holding space. I mean, I, I'm so proud of you for doing this podcast and you've been almost a year um, doing it and, and you've held space for so many of us to share our stories and to hopefully uh, like influence or guide people um, based off of our experiences um, as guests on your podcast. So I do want to just thank you. And uh, I'm always so proud of you. And uh, I'm beyond blessed to, to call you my friend. Thank and you. Of course, I know the last time I wore like space buns because it was like, can we spice up the podcast? Because Kaylee, lo- and you have your Spice Girl shirt. I, was, on, which is so I funny. did it today. And, yeah. Okay. I went a little baby spice at the pink, but I wore my Taurus necklace because I was like, Taurus sisters. What is yes. that? My Taurus sister. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah. I'm sharing the same sign as you because we are, we right? are totally Tauruses. All the vibes. Oh my gosh. I'm oh, like, now I'm awesome. like, okay, wait, what's Vanessa's birth chart? I'm like, I need to know yours because once I dove into that I was like okay this makes more sense because like I have so much I resonate with Taurus but then there's some parts I'm like ah not always or like you know I'm definitely more feely so I was like there has to be water in my chart and there's a ton of it so I was like that makes sense I'm so curious about yours I looked mine up before now I I can't seem to recall it so we'll have to we'll have to go back and check it but definitely water that's like anytime I've ever gone to like a psychic or like have had any guidance like that they've always told me go to water go to water yes and it's it's actually you know I'm sitting here like next to the window and I can see out to the ocean right now it's like and and I'm sure you can too from from where you are uh we're both both on the ocean sisters which is kind of crazy it oh, is crazy we're you know we're atlantic mermaids but we are now pacific, which is we're pac- pacific mermaids now <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well thank you also for that beautiful what you just said i was like oh god i'm gonna cry already like that was so beautiful and i appreciate you so much because you've always supported me no matter what and it just means so much because I see you out there killing it and I just find you so inspirational I was telling my boyfriend that today I was like you know I was because I've told him about the people that come on my episodes and I was like she saw before her and her fiance they, they moved back to Costa Rica he was like that's sick I was like I know <laughs> uh, you just gotta come come down 
right? Oh my God, so I say good. it all the time. His One of his brothers went to Costa Rica recently and I was like, I need to go back. Like, it's just the vibe. It's so good. Oh, I can't even, like, it's so hard for me to even bring up those precious memories of when we were here together. Oh my gosh, which was coming up on four years, I believe. I know, it's wild. Something. I'm like, how? How? Like, 2019, of, yeah. Of this was... world, so. <laughs> Yeah. And it, it, I always tell people like this place, the energy will change your life. And, and it's kind of funny because I, I'll be like, like for you instance, like your life changed so much after that retreat, like, you know, and, and look where you are today. It's like when you actually give yourself time and space to listen to what you need in this life, listen to where you're at and what's working, what's not working. And in our regular life, we're so busy. We do not give ourselves the the patience or the grace just to like, I guess, like be informed about who we truly are and what our, our like birthright needs are. So it's it's a beautiful thing everybody that was on that (laughs) retreat, oh, I can't, I literally can't even, like that is one, one time I can say I literally can't even, because everybody like just thinking back on that retreat, how everybody, their lives have just flourished and has been a beautiful transition, I think for everybody. So. Oh my God. 100%. (laughs) Like it is wild because. It, it feels like it was yesterday, but probably because the pandemic kind of hit like not right after that, but then very mm. next year, like 2020 is when it happened. So that feels like a blur. So it still feels like it was so like not that long ago, but also a lifetime ago. Mm. But yes, so transformational and like that experience. I'm so grateful to you for for organizing that for us and for the people we got to come and just I, I like mm. you, I, I'm thinking of the people that were on that trip and like where they're at now compared to then. And it's fucking magic like everybody evolving (laughs) right actually yes getting that true alignment going and I love that you said Mm. about how in our world it's almost like sometimes we we don't slow down enough to get there and I I love that you brought that up because it's so freaking true like we need to do that for ourselves to step back and like really look in there and be like okay what is my true Mm. alignment (laughs) I feel like I play that out you know, like even having gone back to Canada for the last seven months, you know, and I'm kind of talking to people down here. I'm like, it went by so fast because I wasn't mindful of what I was doing. I was just go, go, go mode, work, 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 you know, and we had spent five months in Costa Rica last year and it felt like an eternity because we, we were, we, we were giving ourselves time. We were taking things slow. We were enjoying every moment. We were, you know, feasting on healthy food, we were nourishing our minds, our bodies, and enjoying every moment. And I, I found like, I really got back into the rat race. um, When I got back home, and I like lost myself again, even though I promised myself I wouldn't do that. Um, Yeah, yeah, I I was again, like burnt out by the time I got back to Costa Rica just a week ago. So slowly digging myself back out. But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's wild how we do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so and which true. I guess is a good reason why kind of like I feel like why I always was leaning on alcohol. Um, kind yes. of before I, I I made the decision to be sober. So that's also mm-hmm. I guess we'll we'll let everyone know we're going to be talking about all the things as always because we flow and we just let it all come out. It's all not planned. <laughs> we whatever comes out is what the universe wants us to say. So. 
But we are going to focus around uh, Vanessa's sober journey, which is super inspiring and awesome. And I'm just curious to learn more. And especially, you know, when you're around different environments where there is a lot of alcohol or parties or whatever, like sometimes if you are practicing not having alcohol, it can be challenging to to stay true to that and not be tempted. And I've always been intrigued because like, oh my God, compared to my 20s, I don't barely drink now. Like I'll have a drink here and there, but not anything compared to what it was. So I'm always intrigued by the people in my life who do not drink alcohol. I'm like, well, what do you do? Because I'm not, I'm open to it, you know, like it's, <laughs> it's something I'm curious about. So we're going to dive into that a little bit more and I'm just really excited. So let us hear it. It really is such a, a complex, um, I guess, journey that I went on. There were so many reasons that kind of brought me to give up alcohol i think the very first reason was actually my health um you know i had been consuming alcohol for literal years like years and years years. (laughs) probably started drinking when i was 14 15 you know growing up in a small town let's Mm -hmm. say not not a whole lot to do um and it it really is the norm it Um, is 100 percent. it's so the norm like where we're from it's Mm -hmm. that's what you do because there's nothing else to do and i think i was just trying to fit into that mold and fitting in was you start partying and you start drinking and i think kind of in every stage of my life so from high school um on to university uh you know halifax it's a big big party place so it just kind of continued on And then when I was living in Alberta, I was in sales. So same thing, you know, started Mm -hmm. my career. I wanted to, you know, just hit the ground running right into sales. And uh, it was totally encouraged to be out drinking with your clients to make those relationships. Yeah, Um, you know, going to hockey games every night. And yeah, and you're you're just always drinking at conferences. And then stampede rolls around, and oh yeah, drinks, 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 right? The cycle it doesn't stop. Yeah, and it's so true. And then even when I moved back from Alberta, um, I I I think that's kind of when I really started to get sober curious. Um, I had I love that sober curious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was, and I'm surprised that I was like that because I don't think I saw my life any other way. I just thought it was so normal to drink. Um, but when I exactly. did my yoga training in India, it it gave me kind of the 30 days when I was there just to be with myself. Uh, there was no alcohol there. And I think I that's when I kind of started to poke at me that, mm. um, you know, that this is damaging one, my health. I wasn't feeling good after I was drinking. Yeah. And I think I was starting to lose myself a little bit. So yeah, I, I like I just got chills like, when you said that, like, about the losing yourself. Like I just, I, I'm, I'm thinking back to like my younger years and I can remember like when I would drink, it was almost like they say liquid courage, 100%. Like I felt so insecure and lost in different ways. Mm-hmm. I used it to numb. I partied. Well, me and Vanessa, we were party girls. Like we've always been party girls. And <laughs> yeah, and, and I of course love to be social and have fun and dance. So it just kind of went hand in hand and you just go out and get lit, like so drunk. Like I can remember sometimes seeing those surveys where they're like, how many times have you been blackout drunk? And I'm like, do people, I don't know, like a lot, like that's not good, but you know, yeah. those, those are the years. And I, I, I love like what you're saying about being curious about that, because I do feel the more secure and sure of myself I've gotten, the less I tend to look for that. Cause I'm like, I don't, I don't need that. I feel good about myself. That's been one of the biggest lessons and definitely 
alcohol was giving me a reassurance. Like it was making me feel the confidence that I was lacking. Yes. And then also it was helping to create connection mm-hmm. um, because as humans, like we deeply long for connection. And when most people, you know, drink alcohol, it's kind of like you do it so you, you can deepen those connections. Yes. So yeah, it, it's quite interesting looking on the other side and it, you kind of see why you were drinking. Yes. Um, you know, and I, and I think for myself, it was for many reasons. Oh, absolutely. I feel the same way. Like, I love what you said too about the confidence. Cause that was, again, I, I felt like I needed that. Cause like I was, you know, you're young and you're not sure. And you're like, I can, I'm just thinking of like Halifax in particular, like finding myself after high school and being <laughs> on my own and like going for it. And oh my God, I literally was nominated for Bar Star in my residence. Like, let's be real people. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, you need to be proud of that. Okay. Because you put a lot of work into doing that. I, I, I know. Right. I, I definitely was the party girl. I'm mm-hmm. trying to think if we ever like partied in Halifax. We did. I, know I, I have I have a vivid memory, but I think this was after both of our university days. It was, I think you must have been visiting from Alberta or may, I don't remember, but I, I remember the relationship I was in at the time. That's why I know it was after Australia. So okay. it would have been 2012 to 2014 era. I'm not sure which year, okay. but we ran into each other at the dome and it was so funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> of course the dome, right? Throw a shade at me now. <laughs> oh my God. I was a regular at the dome. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and it's funny because like Nick and I talk about it and he went to university in Halifax too, but dollar drinks Sunday night was, yes. I think it was Sunday and Sundays Wednesdays. and Wednesdays, anyway, it was two nights a week, but like what? Sundays and Wednesdays. Like, yeah. okay. Yeah. How could you not be, you know, hard on the bottle when you're living in Halifax for dollar drinks? Everybody's right. selling it. Again, the mold, later. You want to fit in. Yeah. You're drunk. <laughs> and you're, and you're like up in the cage or wherever that was. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> but, it, and it's kind of funny because the next day I'm like, Oh, what did I do last night? What did yeah. I say? How did I get home? Like mm-hmm. you're just questioning everything and you, you, you're just, you feel so gross yes. and you end up eating, you know, obviously you're hit, you're hitting pizza corner. You're eating, <laughs> you know, not the most nutritionally dense foods no um, it's like give me all the pizza and I think yeah I mean no no not trying to put down pizza corner because we all know we love it we do um, but at the end of the day like that that lifestyle was really damaging um you know and, and I think like through the years it, it was damaging more aspects of my life I definitely think I would have done better in university, uh, <laughs> probably better. I was on the volleyball team. I probably would have played better. Um, you know, I'm sure my life would be totally different today if I had quit drinking then, but Hey, we're here now. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, overall, like the alcohol was damaging my health physically. It was, I always had stomach pains. It was damaging my mental health. I was always questioning everything. Yeah. It was damaging my relationships. Um, because the alcohol gave me means of communicating difficult conversations, I guess. Like I wouldn't, I, it would be so hard for me to bring up something if I was sober, but if I was drunk, if I was drinking, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, now's I'm going to say it now. It's like, oh, now is the time. Like 
cool Vanessa cool right no totally yeah. I, I totally get it like oh god if, the things sometimes I've said when I've been I'm like oh my god and I I feel that way too like when I couldn't remember like I got to a point where I this is crazy I'm gonna say this but when I was younger I used to be like it was a good blackout night who says that and now as I got older I was like I dread that I never I never don't oh want to know I know <laughs> Yeah, being not in control of your thoughts and and your words is so damaging and frightening mm -hmm. as well because you know what's best not alcohol right and yes. I, and I think for me now being on the other side I don't want to not be I'm, I'm not saying I'm, a, I'm not like a control freak but I don't want to not be in control of my emotions or how I treat people what I say to people and even yeah. if I was drinking that is still my responsibility even if I were to say something damaging I mm -hmm. still have to take responsibility for that but now when I'm out, I know exactly, you know, I feel like before it's like, you didn't know what Vanessa was showing up. Am I going to be like angry, Vanessa? Am I going to be dramatic, Vanessa? Am I going to be emotional, Vanessa? It's like, I had all of these different, I guess, like characters that would come out. And it's funny because people always talk, oh, wine drunk, you know, you're emotional. Yes. Oh, you know, rum, you're crazy. You're, you're like on the table dancing. And I was so affected even by the different types of alcohol I would drink. And again, yeah. who, who knew what Vanessa was coming that night? Like who knew, you know, look totally. out basically, would be the end of the story. <laughs> <laughs> I totally know what you mean. And like, you know, I, I feel like we all have like, for the most part, it would be one type, but then when it did get to those other characters, emotions, however you want to describe, I, oh my god like just you know you wouldn't conduct yourself like that in your correct frame of mind and it's like so intriguing at the same time to me because i'm like you know you're all dealing with your trauma your emotions your everything and it's very interesting how mm. substances can bring some of that out to play you know what i mean like stuff you maybe you're not dealing mm. with or like you said like conversations that you didn't want to have like just random things like that they'll bubble up and it's like <laughs> coming out in like the worst way possible so I totally yeah. know what you mean it can be so toxic and so damaging in so so many ways I honestly think it just like I came to my breaking point um like I remember it <laughs> it was the night like when I was like okay, I quit drinking it was the day that we were supposed to leave for Mexico for our wedding in 2020. Yeah. Uh, it was like April 2nd, I believe. So I was, you know, everyone was going through a hard time. COVID kind of just came upon us. Uh, we had a closed business because of COVID. We had to cancel our wedding. So I think like for me personally, I know that so many other people were suffering. Um, I, I, I feel like it was just, it was a lot. And then we started drinking heavily. We had a huge Skype call with like a bunch of family and friends, like other people that were going to Mexico or supposed to go to Mexico. And like we pounded back, I think like a quarter of tequila and just got so drunk. And I woke up the next morning and I was like that hungover, that much in pain, uh, like in stomach, with stomach pain. And I'm just, you know, just was feeling this isn't my calling anymore. You know, this isn't right for me. It's not influencing my life. It's holding me back. And that was it. I mean, it was definitely a slow progress from there. And I, and I think it was more so like retraining my life. I had to retrain yeah. my life, my, my circle, my thoughts, relationships, because everybody always knew me as the girl that 
would drink. I mean, all my friends were drinking too. And it's kind of funny because when I first quit, I was telling people like, I have a, a bad gallbladder. Um, so I was kind of lying to people because I didn't, you know, if you say, oh, I have this major health problem, you know, they're not going to be pushing well, alcohol. And you so I was telling everyone, oh, I have yeah. a bad gallbladder. And that's like, it's so unfortunate Mm -hmm. in like certain societies or circles or whatever that we have to resort to things like that for people to stop. (laughs) And the worst thing is, is like, I can think back to, again, those younger years when I was just like, woo! And like, you know, sometimes people wouldn't want to drink and I'd be like, no, come on. Like I would be that person being like, but it was more so because I just wanted everyone to have fun. It wasn't like for bad intentions, but, but I could understand now on the flip side, if someone just didn't want to drink and to have those people pushing and pressuring, it's like, ugh, like respect mm-hmm. what people say. And it's, I wish like people could just say that and they didn't have to give a reason like, oh, I'm just, I'm not drinking. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I was the exact same person. Like I, I already know we're basically the same person, right. um, but I was that person too, like getting the shots out. Let's drink, let's get drunk. Like, yeah, you yeah. want to tonight. Like you are not, I'll, I will, I'll pay for the cab. I'll buy the drinks. Like, you know, yes. I just wanted people to go out and have fun. And it's kind of funny because even now I'm like not the person that's drinking at the party, but I'm like, oh, <laughs> does anybody want shots? Like, why am I still like that? Like, <laughs> I mean, you can't, can't break a bad habit. <laughs> you can't take the girl out of the mirror machine. <laughs> So, and I still want everyone to have fun. And some people's ideas of having fun is drinking. And that's, that is not for me to judge. I support that um, Mm -hmm. because not everybody uses alcohol the same way I was using alcohol in the same relationship that I had with alcohol. So, you know, it, it doesn't bother me to be around it. Yeah. And like, this is your personal journey. So I just think it's awesome because again, it's like, we're all such beautiful, multifaceted individuals. And like, for you to know yourself and look at yourself and honor yourself, especially after such a long time of that not being the way that you you lived your life. And I again, it's inspiring yeah. to me because I like I said, I still drink, I still like to have fun, but it's not in at all the same capacity as it was. So I could see myself mm. if I found something like I want to ask you too, like, what do you have to sip on when you are in an environment where there's drinking? Because I'm not opposed to trying something like that. But I already know myself when I'm around that I need to be drinking something like even if it's not alcoholic, just to feel, I don't know, like, you know what I right. mean? That I don't want to say like I fit in, but it just helps. No, that's, that's exactly it. And I think when I first quit, I was drinking kombucha, like all the time we had it on tap at the restaurant. So yes. I used to just like, you know, pull, so it kind of gave me that, like, I felt like I was drinking a beer and it looked just like alcohol, like it's fuzzy, it's bubbly, whatever. So now, like, honestly, if I'm out somewhere, I always just drink soda water with like a lime wedge. It looks like yeah. a drink. It looks, let's say like a vodka soda. So people don't really question it. You know, they just mm-hmm. assume that you're, you're drinking. You're drinking. I feel yeah. like I act drunk anyway. <laughs> like I'm, and that's something I had to overcome as well, because I, I would get to a party and I'm like, I'm not drunk enough. Oh my God, I'm not drunk enough. I need to get, I need more drinks. I got to play catch up. That was always yes. my thing. I never, I never. I always felt not drunk enough, but it's like, Me why too. do I need to feel drunk? Or why couldn't I just be there as I am? Like, oh, whole, girl, wholesome me, you know? Preach. So oh, my God. Oh. I totally I think can relate. Like, legit. Oh, God, I'm not drunk enough. Like, I've, I've said those words, too. Like, I got to <laughs> catch up. I totally get it. <laughs> That was literally probably me and you like shooting vodka in the bathroom or something. Like, yeah, we're yeah. catching up now. Yeah, yeah. we'll be there. We'll be there. <laughs> yeah. So oh true. Oh my gosh. Like, 
good times in the maritimes as they say right oh that's how we do it and that's the thing like i i noticed too there's i don't know if you've watched this show on netflix what is it called oh my god what is it called i want to say it's called the bling empire it's like the, the way they described it was it's like crazy rich asians the movie but real life like it's that kind of a reality show it's on netflix anyways okay there's a guy on there and he is sober for many years now and he developed like a drink that's not alcoholic because like same with him he's always around drinking and not that he's tempted or anything but just it's nice to have something you can sip on and then another character i think they have like a wine that's like not alcoholic so i thought that was really cool because okay it, it can give you that little something in your hand so you don't feel out of place and i hate saying mm. that because you shouldn't feel out of place anywhere but no you know what totally I've, I've definitely tried like a lot of products as well too uh, a friend of mine um and it's funny because her and i we used to work together in sales in alberta which is kind of funny because we've kind of had a very similar journey and uh, she has an amazing uh brand and it's um like almost like a holistic tincture and it it has adaptogens and um other other ingredients that are like full of antioxidants and vitamins so it actually it's like you would pour it as like a shot and then mm -hmm. you would mix it but there's no alcohol in it and in fact everything that's in it is actually good for your body um awesome and it's called soul brew so that was actually one of the very first like kind of non-alcoholic products that i was i was introduced to i love the benjamin um bridges the zero piquette i always love the their nova seven wine um so this is yes. very similar it's so good Ooh. and um oh my gosh i'm trying to think what else I, I've definitely seen like some friends uh, drink like partake the the beers non-alcoholic beers and stuff, um, but I I always feel like with the non-alcoholic beers, people really question that because they really know it's alcohol free. Whereas if you're just drinking something that looks like it's in a can or whatever, and I've tried some non-alcoholic wines too, but honestly, again, it's like empty calories. And I mean, not that I count calories or anything like that, but if it's full of sugar, like I don't want to, I don't want to feel that way. So yeah. I just, drink, you know, soda water. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, for sure. Nobody and like, that's different. it because that's what I would drink with vodka anyway, is the either like just flat water or soda water with a big old lemon or lime in there. And that's what I would have. Cause that's what I found mm. too. I mean, as we've grown through the years, it's the sugar that's in those <laughs> drinks. Like that's what was, not that mm. it wasn't just obviously the alcohol too, but the sugar is such a big kicker <laughs> the next day. Like it's like a sugar hangover. It's mm. awful. So I love that. I think that's a great idea. I could be like, I'll just yeah. the vodka or the vodka soda, hold the vodka. <laughs> the vodka. Yeah. Hold the vodka. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And and again, it, it's a whole lifestyle change, right? You really have to be mindful of just there's I mean, there's so many layers to it, but just being stronger mentally, um, to have the courage, I guess, because you do have to stand up to people and you have to stand up for yeah. yourself and you have to set your boundaries. Mm -hmm. That was a huge one was boundaries. It's like, no, I, I just don't drink anymore. Like I, I gave it up. I'm not drinking. And I think for some people it was hard for them to understand that and to grasp that about me. Um, but you know, I, I guess for the most part, people have been supportive. Um, of this journey, which is great. And I kind of joke with Nick. I'm like, Oh, imagine I started drinking again. He's like, No, no, please don't. <laughs> I'm like, what? Why? He's like, you were off the charts. Like, I mean, we, when we met, you know, we were honeymoon phase, we were drinking, partying, yes. you know, you do that when you first meet. Of course. But then <laughs> oh, I totally. So yeah. <laughs> 
I wanted to ask too, did you go all in like cold turkey or did you do it subtle, like slowly? Did you, will, or like even now, will you let yourself have alcohol ever or is it totally like uh, not happening? I, it was like a bit of, I wouldn't say slow. Like I was like, hey, I'm done drinking. So I really didn't drink like exclusively, like did not drink for probably four or five months, wow. um, which was huge for me at that time. Yeah. And then one day we went wine tasting. I don't know. I was like, oh, I'll just have a little bit of wine. So I had like a, like a couple, maybe two or three glasses. And then I just had a splitting headache and a, like my stomach was sore again. I was like, okay, no, I'm done. Like, yeah, I don't, my body really, like, is it was, saying no. <laughs> yeah, it kind of sealed the deal for me. The only thing I will like, maybe if there's champagne, I love to pop bottles. Oh, yes, you um, do. I, have, like, I have so many videos of you Vanessa know? popping bottles. <laughs> right? I'm like, can I still come to the party just to pop the bottle? Like, anybody? <laughs> like let me NASCAR it. It's like my favorite thing to do. And I do get like non-alcoholic champagne just so I can like fit in. <laughs> <laughs> even oh though I don't God. need to fit in you know <laughs> wavy popping bottles I, I just love it so I may, I'd maybe have like a mouth you know I'd have like a drink like a cheers have yes. a drink whatever and then then I'm like I don't even want the rest like I'm I don't even I don't even think I really like the taste of alcohol anymore which is bizarre but I think you know when you when you think about when you started drinking you know, however old you were, you'd probably didn't like the taste of alcohol and it became like an acquired no. taste. So yeah. now I feel like if I were to ever drink again, it would be like, it would be like starting <laughs> over again. Like, I don't like that. I don't like that. It's yes. kind of funny. That's so. it's so true. Actually, like now that you're saying it like that, I'm like, that does make sense. Cause of course, when you're young, it's like, like that's gross. And now it's like the same cause you've gotten <laughs> away from it. So that's a good point. Mm-hmm. And on that, actually, one of the things I noticed when I quit drinking was that a lot of my senses heightened so like my my flavor profile really increased so I found myself like enjoying like food like really enjoying it and really enjoying like even like I'll drink like virgin drinks like a mojito or virgin mojito stuff and like I just like love it like I love it and I'm you know if I'm eating something I like I'm like having a little dance and I feel like I almost lost my taste buds a little bit <laughs> yeah, no. oh I live for the food dance <laughs> yeah, right that's our Taurus and us the foodiness <laughs> right the I was having kind of a similar conversation with a friend here um just a few days ago and we were kind of joking you know like when you're like drunk and you've been drinking all night and it's like 5 a.m and you're just sitting around the table having like you know, the most pointless conversations. It's like, <laughs> it's like, what do you do? Like, what, what was I doing? Like go to bed, you know, it's yeah. like, but it's like, no, you like, I was always a person that had FOMO. So like, I wouldn't dare like leave the party or go to bed. So right. you just be sitting up, you know, just still drinking. And it, and it, for me, like now that I'm, I'm sober that I'm not drinking, I feel like I have these really deep, authentic conversations now. And a really, a part of me has has grown from this and I'm not afraid to have deep conversations and I'm not afraid to have um you know uncomfortable conversations anymore so I've grown so much in that aspect but just to think back of how many times I was sitting around a kitchen table like and I feel like the room would always be like foggy or something yes always (laughs) foggy Always foggy. Yeah, smoking a dart. Like a deck of cards and like the floor is sticky. And I have too many vivid, vivid memories of this. But you know, and it's just, it's not where I'm at in my life 
it, it was just funny to kind of recall some of those some of those oh, things that were very normal right? were very all normal the time yeah oh it was like as soon as you said that <laughs> sitting around the table and it's kind of foggy I was like I immediately was transported to so many memories <laughs> like it's so true oh my god <laughs> uh, like it's funny that we laugh about it now but like you know I was really in in the rough of it like I really yeah. was committed to like that lifestyle and it, and it was a lot it was work to to be drinking because you were thinking about okay where am I I gotta go get alcohol okay I gotta drink my alcohol I gotta one make the money I have to finance this alcohol not, yes. like, not like get a loan or anything but like I had to work <laughs> to buy this alcohol no exactly and like how are you gonna get to where you're going how are you gonna get home what are you gonna eat mm. after how am I gonna feel the next day what do I have to do then and like I thought about that recently I was like I have so many let's just say Sundays might not have been a Sunday, but we'll just put it that way for the sake of the example. I so many moments where I just was like either throwing up all day or just was dead all day. And now I'm like, I, I work all the time or I'm doing things or I'm meeting people having meetings, la la la. And I'm like, I can't imagine being down and out for an entire day anymore. It's just again, it's just not where and, and again, not that it doesn't mm. happen. Sometimes it creeps up, but I have to watch myself because I feel like a baby again because I have my tolerance is so low. now. I'm mm. like, I have like one drink and I'm like, Woo, my face is red. I feel this. <laughs> yeah, oh, that would God. definitely be me. It, right? It's so funny because I don't think I don't think I've realized like how financially damaging it was um to be drinking and, and I mean Nick like my fiance he still drinks a little bit mm -hmm. I think he had a case of beer in the fridge all summer like a 32 pack of beer or whatever so he'll have a beer or whatever but when we were both drinking you know we go out you know for a weekend even a weekend in Halifax or wherever it might be like it would be at least a couple hundred dollars if not upwards of like a thousand dollars to oh, like yeah fuel alcohol for a weekend you know or if we went to a wedding or something like that like it was getting it was it's expensive yeah. so I'm I'm happy on that accord I'm happy to save <laughs> money <laughs> oh for sure and that's it like it it's like you made this choice and it's benefited your life in so many ways like spiritually physically your body mm. like and it's it's almost like I think sometimes the body tells us things maybe before our minds are ready for it. Like your body was literally rejecting the alcohol. Mm -hmm. It was like, I don't want this girl. Like this hurts. Mm -hmm. This is not fun. And then, you know, it takes us as humans. Sometimes yeah. it takes those little things to come out for us to realize, okay. But I, I think it's interesting too that you were curious about it even before all that. Like when you were in India doing your yoga teacher certification, you were like, you know, mm. thinking about it. So it's almost like the, the thought was there for much mm -hmm. longer and then it flourished into where you're at now. So that's amazing. Mm. Yeah. And I've peeled so many layers yeah. off of myself of doubt and um, not feeling good enough or not feeling like I fit in and, you know, all the reasons that I was using alcohol, I really had to face a lot of those demons. Um, so I, I've definitely transformed, like, even though it sounds just as simple as like, oh, I quit drinking. It's like, no, it, it's changed my life. Yeah. It's put me on a completely different trajectory. It's it's set me up for success. It, it has improved my health. It's improved my mental health. It's improved my relationship, you know, and, and it's it's almost like undescribable how it's changed my life. Um, and, and I think that's one reason why I just don't see myself ever going back to alcohol. And, and yeah. I, and I, I do want to respect anybody that, you know, I, I, I can't say I was necessarily like addicted. I was, I was in a sense, but I wasn't, I was a functioning alcoholic. 
workaholic, I would say, you know, like I could drink and go to work and make a living and, and have relationships and whatnot. It was it good for me. No, was it damaging? Yes. So I, I do, I do have empathy for anybody who is struggling and really can't get themselves to that ne- next aspect or mm-hmm. that next step. Um, but for me, I found it within, I, yeah. I really had to find it within, you know, I, I do hope that my story does help somebody. Um, but I, I can say that I don't think I was struggling in the aspect where I, well, it's, it's hard to say, cause I definitely think there was points in my life when I said I wanted to quit drinking and I never did, you know, I think yes. we've all had that conversation. So yeah, I love literally, I'm like just soaking this all in. I love what you're saying about the peeling of the layers and the dealing with the demons, because I mean, not saying this is this is again, it's not a one size fits all kind of conversation. It's so complex, but yes. like, mm-hmm. it's, oh my God, I hate this when my brain does this. I'm going on, I go on a tangent, then it stops. I'm like, wait, what was I going to say? It was so good. Oh, are we feeling back the layers? It's because a lot of times, and I can say this from my own truth, my own story. Again, this doesn't apply to everybody, but it is a form of numbing. Like I had so much stuff I didn't Mm. want to deal with and I 100% partied and drank to numb my pain. And I'm not saying that that's every single time I had a drink when I was doing that. No, no. Like there would be moments it was just purely social. It wasn't anything, you know, hiding anything. But so many of those times because I just felt so lost and insecure and like had so traumatic Mm. things happen and just didn't know how to deal with it or wasn't sure. So it was like, well, let's drink. And then I, you forget about it or it can, you can just fly away and dance and just have a good time. But Mm. you know, those demons aren't going anywhere. They're still there. The trauma's still there. It's still like, Hey, you're Mm -hmm. trying to stuff me down, but I'm going to come out. So, (laughs) you know, yeah, eventually you have to face them. Like you really, really do. And just by numbing, it's like, it's, it's not, it's, it's not going to get you to where you want to in your in this lifetime yeah it's mm-hmm. it's tough and, and it's funny because you know you have a bad day and or something traumatic happens or you know and and the first thing you hear from your friend is like oh let's go grab a drink let's go drink it off it's like mm-hmm. and that's so like, uh, <laughs> like I don't want to our... do that anymore <laughs> yeah I find too like with the movies we watch and the tv shows like it's a very common thing to see drinking and it's a it's not a weird thing in our society and plus too I don't know about your roots but I've got Irish roots so we're like we know how to partay and have a good time with the drinks <laughs> Irish fest was like it was like basically Christmas for me you know I'd be skipping right? school I'd be drinking from dawn till dusk like, yes there was nothing holding me back no <laughs> oh. That was our time yeah. to shine. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of interesting now because I don't mind going somewhere. Like you said, like I want to go and dance and move my body. Like now I'm confident in my body. I, I will go to a, a bar or I'll go to a wedding dance and I'm on the dance floor the whole time. I don't care. Like I'm having fun. I'm moving my yes. body. I'm intuitive with my body. You know, I let my body feel the music and I enjoy myself now. And I, I feel one with myself. Whereas before it was the alcohol that was moving my body that was making me feel a certain way and now it's me I'm whole fully authentically myself now and I've never felt more I've never been more of Vanessa than I than I have been these last two and a half years which is like it's a gift it's been a gift to myself so oh my god I love that all the freaking feels right now that is so beautiful so poetic like Mm. It's just, it's, it's just amazing. One choice. I mean, it's not without its challenges. It's not without, 
you know, each day's mm. different, but look at you go. What is it, two and a half years now? Yeah, it'll be three years, what, in April. So yeah, it'd be like two and a half years. Wow, Which that's I still have hard time. Like, I'm like, you, like you, Vanessa, you, like you quit. Like, I still have a hard time comprehending it almost because I never, I always wanted this for myself. I just don't mm. think I ever knew how I was going to get there. Yeah. So yeah, here I am. <laughs> oh yeah, I feel that way too. Like if She's my younger self- Yes, if my younger self could see me now, even though yes, I I don't I want to keep reiterating. Yes, I still do drink, but not in the same capacity. If she like, I feel like at that age, mm -hmm. I didn't know it was possible to not need to have a drink to have fun somewhere. And now it's I don't mm -hmm. feel like that at all. Mm -hmm. I think living in Costa Rica is a beautiful, beautiful thing as well. Because it's it's a place where you heal and it's a place where you come to find yourself and mm -hmm. um, being in nature, being by the water, the energy. So I wake up and I and I feel good. I, I want to get out. I want to go explore. I want to go on the beach. I want to go hiking. You know, and and there's so many outlets um, to work through your trauma, to work through your past, to work whatever whatever it is you're dealing with. And, you know, even this week alone, so like we're only, this is Wednesday. Since Sunday, I've been to a yoga class. I've meditated every morning, uh, sat on the balcony overlooking the water, had my headphones on. I went to a women's healing circle Monday night. I went to a healing journal group uh, last night. So even within like three days, I've already kind of done, you know, an array of things that have just fueled my soul. Yes. Um, and and it, it allows me the confidence. It it grants me that confidence because I'm not afraid to share my emotions um, and vocalize how I feel instead of waiting for the alcohol to be like, oh hey, now I give you permission. <laughs> like I don't need permission from that. Mm -mm. And I don't no let things permission. build up because the alcohol was a yeah. The alcohol was like you know I'd let things build and then it would be a big old. Yeah. And we call it in my family a Mac attack. A Mac attack. Voice, we say. <laughs> Mac attack so that's pretty much what would happen but now it's like I and and I, I'm sure it comes along with maturity as I've as I've I guess like getting older so there, there's definitely some of that but giving myself the space and and again allowing myself to heal and just gravitating away from that alcohol induced lifestyle and th and that's one reason I love it here in Costa Rica. You don't, they, I never feel pressure to drink. Everyone's just like Pura Vida vibes, like you do you. Yes. And, you know, we're not in a party culture. We're in a culture here that is taking care of their health, mind, body, and soul. So mm. I, I feel so, I just have so much gratitude for the opportunity to be here again, um, because I'm still on a healing journey. It's it's a never ending journey. Uh, and, and I want to be the my best version. So I can, you know, I, if I'm my best version, then everybody in my circle is their best version. Like I'm giving them yes. the best version of myself. So I want to make sure that I'm working on me so I can show up for others. Um, yes. Well. Oh my God. So much. Yes. And that's it. Like, this is just part of your healing. And that's the thing, like everyone listening, this mm. is like, you do you, like what speaks to you in your path. That's totally 
your prerogative, whatever you choose. Mm -hmm. But with Vanessa's story, like she just knew this is something in her life that it just didn't align. And look at like, I just can't get over. I love when people make shifts mm -hmm. and changes and step outside their comfort zone. And then I, I said this the other week, it's like the universe rewards or it's like, all the the healing and the layers that you've peeled back in the process and like you said like the strength of the the relationships around you and and with yourself like that relationship's mm. number one and i just feel like mm. you've always been in tune but it's even more in tune now with you and what you need mm -hmm. and i think that's so great yeah self-love girl self-love yes baby i love about. it yes 100 <laughs> percent. oh man everyone's mm. gonna be booking flights to costa rica after hearing this but it's true <laughs> like she when she's explaining how it feels there it really does like i was like i could wake up here and just go to yoga and go surfing mm. every day like that would be my dream <laughs> like <laughs> yeah i it's yeah, we were just, you know, hanging out by the pool and I know that it was starting to storm today. And like, I almost got, I got emotional because I am living my dream. And I, and I truly think if I was still drinking, I don't know if I would have gotten here because it gave me the clarity to see what I wanted in my life. And I, I had come here about eight years ago and I said, I'm going to move to Costa Rica someday. But if, if I never gave myself the opportunity to get a clear mind and get really clear on my intentions in life. And I wasn't clear if I was drinking Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I felt terrible Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I would start to feel better. So yeah, I have one day to really manifest and work on my goals. And then I'd be right back to it on Thursday, you know, Thursday, Thursdays and, yeah. and whatever. So it, it's, you know, it, I really contribute that to even the lifestyle that I live now and the opportunity to be here, the growth of my businesses, the growth of my friendships, relationships, everything has changed. And yeah, it's oh, been so good. It's, it's been I love really, it. And it's funny because it, people always kind of ask me, like, people have kind of think like, oh, it, it must have been so hard. And truthfully, it was. But when you start to reap the benefits of it, it, it doesn't seem hard anymore. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. That was amazing. And mm. I, I think that can be applied to the healing journey in general, because this is part of your healing journey. This is like one aspect that has mm. like um, quantum healing almost like catapulted your healing. Mm. I don't want to say faster because everything moves as and when it should. But I do believe when yes. you do that, it, it can align things quicker. I, I, I do truly believe that when you take those leaps and when you do, like I said, do stuff that's scary or different or whatever, when it's speaking and your intuition is like, yes, girl, go listen to that little mm -hmm. voice because it always knows. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hard to think like that when your mind is always just second guessing what you said on the weekend yes. and what you did and how you're feeling. Like you, you, you lose yourself. And then I know I mentioned that earlier, but I lo I was lost. I was yeah. very, very lost for a lot, a lot of years. So mm, I totally can relate. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like that is, it's relatable AF, hashtag relatable AF. Like <laughs> it's true, that feeling of being lost. Like I, that's the perfect word for it. I totally, totally can mm -hmm. relate. This has been so amazing. Yeah, Do you have any final words of wisdom you want to leave us with today? You've said so many amazing things and I'd really truly thank you for being open about this because it is something oh I gosh. think should be talked about more. It's not taboo. It's a good thing. It's positive. If that's your calling mm. and what you feel will benefit your highest good, like I just appreciate you for sharing this because it's just nice to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I mean, for anybody listening, 
reach out to me, you know, if, if there's any way that I can help or um, just be there to support you. If you just, you know, if you're looking for tips, tricks, anything like that, let me know. Like I, I, I have been in your shoes. I, I, there's no judgment. I understand because um, I lived it. Um, and again, not easy, but I can tell you it is, it is one of the most profound things that you can do for yourself. If you, if you, if you were in a position similar to mine where it was affecting, um, you know, basically every, every area of my life, it was affecting. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's it's a truth bombs. Actually let's plug in your socials. Cause I know you're on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, whatever you wish to plug in. So if anyone does feel called to reach out to Vanessa or check out what she's doing, she always posts really cool yeah, uh, reels sure. and TikToks and pictures of all her amazing travels. Like, ugh, it's just your, your feeds are beautiful to look yeah. at. So if anyone wants to check it out, let us know. I've started to train my fiance. I'm, I'm, I'm like, you got to up your Instagram boyfriend game, you know, so he's, he's learning. Uh, <laughs> yes. But yeah, definitely reach out to me. Uh, my Instagram is Vanessa J McAvoy. Um, or you can find me on Facebook, of course. Um, and definitely don't be shy. I mean, I love I love having these conversations. And I and I truly feel honored that I've had so many people reach out already. Um, you know, over the, over the past two and a half years, because I, I do share my story. Um, and I do share often on my my social socials about oh it's like oh, I'm having this as a cocktail or have you tried this virgin cocktail or non-alcoholic drink and stuff so I definitely I love sharing about it and um, you know if there's any way that I can help then definitely don't be shy. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes, I love that. It's it's all the good tips, you know. I love to see a good cocktail recipe on there, so <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> that you share that. <laughs> Yes, girl. Well, that is amazing. So for anyone who's listening via podcast, I'm going to have all of Vanessa's social linked in the the show notes. So there'll be no trouble to find her. Same with YouTube. It'll be in the description box below. So if you feel called to reach out or check Vanessa out and see what she's up to in Costa Rica, uh, you can check out her socials there. So I just want to thank everyone again for tuning in and listening. I mean, Vanessa's been here since day one. So it's just amazing to see how this community (laughs) has grown even from from our episode. Oh, also she was episode five. If anyone wants to go back and listen and hear kind of more of her story, episode five so that was our our first guest slot and it was so incredible and i can't wait to see what comes next so i guess we'll call tea time for today and i want to wish everyone love and light i want to thank you again vanessa for for joining us from costa rica it's been amazing to see you thank you so much taurus sister (laughs) yes queen all right well love and light to everybody and we will see you next week